Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. What is attacking your car and why? Is it rust? Is it the sun fading your paint? Is it a clatter under the hood, a whine in the rear end? Is your clutch slipping? Or maybe it's the neighbor's cat. The cat loves that heat that your hood is giving off. And so it says, wow, I think I'll just take a nice little stroll (laughs) right across your car. Or maybe, perhaps, you're like... Beth Ann, our producer, and the local birds use your car for target practice. They think, wow, this is a great target. <laughs> car attacks. That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. How is your car under attack? That's what we want to know. 866 348 7884 is the number to call in with your car attack question or answer, perhaps. Because it'd be even better if you know a surefire way <laughs> to keep those birds off Beth Ann's car. I know that, that she would want to, to hear about that. So you call us. Or maybe you know what to do about the neighbor's cat or that tick, 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 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. And certainly here to help us this morning, a man whose last year, was whole, his whole building was under attack. Uh, and he's certainly seen the results of many a car attack. Our very own Christian junkyard guy, Bob, from 109 U Pull It. Welcome, Bob. Great to be here this morning, brother. It's uh, Today is our one-year anniversary from the thing that we thought was just the absolute worst thing that could happen in the world. And uh, this morning when I drove through the gate, I couldn't help but thinking of driving in the day after the fire last year and uh, to a big pile of rubble and ashes. And... Uh, We've just been so blessed. We've grown so much um, spiritually, emotionally, and and there's an awesome building there now. And uh, it it just takes your breath to to think what we drove into last week, last year, and then this morning as I was driving through the gate over there, um, I, it just took my breath. I, I was just so thankful and just yeah, your whole, your whole building was under attack completely i mean burned it all right to the ground and uh but we just remind ourselves that whatever comes at us you know god can take the very worst thing that that ever happens to you and turn it into the best thing that ever happened to you because now we're just so set uh well positioned in the marketplace we have a better facility a better way of doing things and uh just all the potential in the world. The only thing limiting us now is ourselves. And uh, if we'll just keep ourselves focused and, and push forward, our business will, you know, it'll just go straight to the top. And uh, Well, speaking of businesses and attacks, you know, last year this time, our Christian oil guy, Mike Westwood, he was under attack physically. And, of course, he's seen plenty of those internal attacks that happens from friction in your car, but, you know, he's had some issues with his business, some stuff going on. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, and God bless everyone. And I understand currently you're under attack because you have a cold. I am under attack because I have a cold, but remember, 
the only disability in life is a bad attitude, and I have a great attitude today. There you go, and he can't spread those germs across the phone line, nor can we across the, you know, because he's in San Antonio, Texas, nor can we pass him across the radio. <laughs> so don't worry about it. He's under attack, but we, we got it covered. So in our, <laughs> we, we want to know today, what's, how is your car being attacked? We want to know. And then hopefully we can come up with some solutions either from our team here today or from a listener who knows exactly what to do about your car attack. And then, of course, coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Back Black Book, <laughs> where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Just like your car, you personally are under attack, especially, especially if you look anything like Jesus. Uh, for many years in my life, I figured, like John Eldridge said, there are only two players on the stage, basically me and God. And I knew something was messed up bad, and I knew it wasn't God. So, you know, if it wasn't God, then I guess that leaves me. <laughs> but the Bible is clear. You know, even in the Lord's Prayer, in certain translation, it says, deliver us from the evil one. And so I found out, you know, that guess what? There is a third player on the stage. And understanding his attacks and, and kind of how do we can thwart those, how, uh, you know, we can see how God would have us use these, like in case of Bob, to, um, to be a blessing. Well, you know, something cool I found this week. It, it's that the people that made the movie, this is cool, the people that made the movie The Wizard of Oz, they cheated us. They cheated us because there was a part in the book that they completely left out of the of the movie. The the thing about the movie, um, I mean the thing about the book, it showed exactly kind of how the enemy works. And it appears to me that this generation could really take a lesson from this particular episode of The Wizard of Oz. So guess what? In our appraisal by the real black book today, Bob. We're off to see the wizard. <laughs> and you don't want to miss that coming up at the end of the show. Hi, I'm Robbie Dillmore, the Christian car guy, 35 years in the retail automobile business. But more importantly, your brother in Christ, the Christian car guy show is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for no debt. We talk about that every week. Watching people buy cars and going into slavery of debt is a tough thing for all the car salesmen out there. How can we beat that? Well, you got to take care of your car, and guess what? They'll last as long as you do if you take care of them. We're going to talk about that a lot today with these car attacks. If you think about it, you see those tractors sitting out in the elements. Since the 40s, they're still running. Why do you think? Well, if you take care of your car, it'll last as long as you do. And then, of course, cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. We say that every week. It's amazing how many... 80% of the fatalities two years ago, and as long as we have records, were caused by people who weren't wearing their seatbelt. Plus, don't speed. It's estimated Americans waste 96 million gallons of gas a week on speeding. And I would point out that last, last week we had Dr. Driving on on road rage. And so you may think you're not a road rager, but if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and take the little test there about road rage, you might find out different. And there's plenty of resources there on road rage. So... That's what we talk about here on the Christian Car Guy Show. Of course, this is a live show. And today, what is attacking your car? Is it birds? Is it ice? Is it rust? Hail or something going on inside the engine? You call us 
34Truth, 866-348-7884. Even better, if you know something that's a solution for everybody who's dealing with that neighborhood cat or those birds or something like that, we'd love to hear from you. You call in the show. Today we got lines open. So you call us, 866-348-7884. And I would point out that if you go to the website, christiancarguy.com, I have some cool pictures. <laughs> As always, the Lord has gifted me with some neat-looking pictures of car attacks. Don't you think, Bob? Uh, brothers, uh, one of the things, the same thing that attacked my building is one of the biggest men- nemesis to a car, and that's fire. Uh <clears throat> So many people don't really think a whole lot about their car burning up, but I've seen several instances, uh, several cases where people got a, a system, a stereo system for the car and hooked it up themselves and got something crossed up in the wiring. And I have bought a lot of vehicles that were just crispy as a result of, a <laughs> amateur installation, you might call it. And, uh, it's just something that you don't really think about, you know, your car burning up, but it's a big thing. Yeah. A lot of folks think, well, that's only 12 volts. How in the world could that cause a fire? What they don't realize that amps, cause fires bigger than volts and and cars are certainly the manufacturers know all too well how important the grounds are how important it is not to create a short in a car because they there's a lot of flammable material in a car besides the fact that you know you can get a lot of heat from a car battery and if that car happens to be in your garage and it ignites while you're at home and asleep and uh something like that it can just really really get ugly so we'd like to Really warn folks about amateur installation of stereo equipment. Or anything that you, you might be doing, uh, fog lights or anything that you think, well, uh, this is easy. And it is as long as you get expert advice, you, you know, and, and sometimes things like that are great projects. You just want to make sure if you don't know what you're doing that, you know, you get the help you need and make sure that you get it done right. Well, the thing about the... Uh, a lot of times the stereos, uh, the big amps in the back have to have that main, that big main feed wire going back to them. And, uh, you know, that's most everyone we've seen burn. You see that big red wire sitting right up there next to a crispy battery. All right. Well, we need your call. How is your car under attack? You call us 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. A lot more car attacks coming up. Give us a call. What is attacking your car? What evil is around the corner? Is it the neighbor's cat? Is it those birds taking target practice on your hood? Maybe it's a tick, tick, tick under the engine or rust. Or all those things in a combination punch. Who knows? We want you to call us this morning with your car attack. 866-34-TRUTH. 866-348-7884. What are some of the things you can do? What are some of the things that you should never do? (laughs) As we often find out that people come with the most interesting solutions, don't they, Bob? And we need your call on what you can do, what you not do. One of the things that always fascinated me and I'm sure it fascinated you too, Mike and Bob, is when a car, somebody's car would ice over or snow over the things that they would do to get rid of the ice or snow. Now, you know, here's a 
here's some big advice. Don't use hot water. <laughs> you know, they think, oh, that's so much work to scrape that ice off the windshield. Yes, but hot water could crack your windshield. It could also, you know, it's interesting that water gets down and freezes components. Windshield wipers that never worked again. I, I've seen people put hot water on their car door windows to, to try to get the ice off there. And the water went down into the window mechanism, froze up the electric window motor, froze up the locks. They couldn't even put the key in there. <laughs> they think, I'll just hose it off. It seems simple enough. You ever see stuff like that, Mike? I certainly have, having grown up in my early years up north and being part of the auto, uh, my dad's garage, and we had the number of times in the winter we had to go out and rescue people. <laughs> and and uh, my dad says, well, you know, if if we give them a tow charge and we tow the car in, uh, they'll learn a lesson. If we just fix it right here for them, they won't learn. Expensive lessons to be learned. Yeah, there's just the, the old-fashioned way many times. Uh, again, people want to take a brush to get the snow off. you got to be careful about that brush on the hood. You know, when you're getting snow off, Realize there's paint under there, and as and as Bob pointed out during the break, never use an ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> Hazardous to body parts, that's for sure. We got Sue in Reedsville. Her car is under attack. Hey, Sue, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, I have a 2000 uh, Bonneville Pontiac, and for the past year and a half, every time it rains, I get water in the floorboard at the driver's side and behind the driver's side floor and they looked twice and they cannot find where the leak is coming from Though, so i'm under the attack of the water you are under the attack of the water and i can tell you that water leaks anybody in the automobile industry just cr cringes because that stuff can find its way into cars in the, in the most unusual way and 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 finding somebody that's good with water leaks is is but, often difficult and you spend so much money on trying to find the right guy that that's what well, makes it difficult. I had it in the uh the place and he ran the hose on it for a half an hour trying to see if he could find the leak and he had uh I have a sunroof and he unclogged that a little bit and he had showed me where the tube ran down the side of the door and everything and they still can't find the leak. Does it do you have to drive the car before the water affects it or is it just, if No. It, if it's, it's sitting there. It's just sitting there. Okay, I thought it might be one of the rubber plugs from underneath the uh, drain plugs that are in a lot of cars. Mm -hmm. I thought that might be it. Well, the other that, thing that, that I've always noticed about the good watermen, Bob, and maybe you've seen this too, Mike, the guys that are really good at it, they uh -huh. don't just run a hose over the car. They have a sprayer. It's a mechanism that stands up on a stand, and they and this thing sprays the water under some pressure on the car so in order to you know, to get the idea of what's going on when it's actually raining on the car, because that's different than just running a hose over it and seeing where it might come down. Well, where do you and, find the person? And usually like 99 times out of 100 that I've ever seen on a leak, leak like that, and I used to work in a body shop, and unfortunately Jerry's not here, but I bet he would say the same thing. It's almost always the seal around the windshield. Okay. And not, I shouldn't say almost always, but a lot, a lot, a lot. It's the seal around the windshield and um, what I would do is rather than, um, take it to a regular mechanical shop, there's two people that I think are better with water leaks. One is a good body shop, but the other one is good glass company. Like in your That's area, right. 
um, in your area, did you, was it Paul's Auto Glass? No, it wasn't. That. It's, it's, are they in Reedsville? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, we know they're here in Winston, though. Great people. Yeah, and and again, but if not, there the you know there's a body shop, and and I guess what since you're in Reedsville, I can tell you one of my best friends up there is Smith Stokes, and okay. he has the Chevy store there, and you just tell him you just go in there and ask for Smith and tell him Robbie sent you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Okay. We can do that Robbie? if nothing else. Yeah, Mike. Uh, um. Here's a really cheap idea that we used to do, my dad used to do. You, you have the uh, young lady sit in the car, go to a wan car wash, a wan car wash, put the money in, and only spray the windshield. The one, Yeah, only, with the, spray with, the windshield. only spray the windshield with the wand. You're talking about W-A-N-D. See, right. yeah, you're San Antonio accent. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're cold, I guess. But yeah, yeah, take the wand. Yeah, that's the same thing. You're and just spray the windshield to see if you get your leak. And there, you're right. There, you'll find it. So could there be just a leak on the driver's side of the windshield because it it doesn't yeah. come in on the other side of the Absolutely. floor. It's just the driver's side and the back, the passenger in the back Absolutely. of that seat. And so it what, seems like it comes from the inside uh, bar where the seat is attached to the floor. Well, again, the funny thing about water is it could be coming in clear on the other side and running across and down. So right. what I would do is take that wand that's in a wand car wash. You know what I'm talking about. You put it inside right. your five cents yes. and spray along the top of that windshield seam, you know, where the molding is, is attached there. Spray that really whoever's operating the wand does that while you sit in the car and see what happens. Okay. Isn't that what you're talking about, Mike? Yes, sir. Great suggestion. Okay, I'll try that. Okay, thanks, I Sue. appreciate it so much. You have a blessed day. Sure, God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, water attacks. Oh, my word. I, I, you know, and the tough thing about that, Bob, is if you take it to the wrong place and they're charging you by the hour and they spend three hours, you know, trying to find this water leak, and it's, it's just an expensive process. But you are right, absolutely, Bob, and I'm, you are too, Mike. Many, many times it's a plugged drain plug. It's a drug plane drain plug from the air conditioning system. The condenser water is, is plugged and it's coming out actually through the air conditioner system. Many times it's 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 the drain plugs in the doors, all sorts of things like that. And the little rubber plugs in the bottom of the uh, floor pan sometimes get dislodged a little bit if you're you know not seeing anything trickling down, but you're noticing that your floors uh, damp sometimes. You know they have uh, plugs in a lot of cars where you can knock those out. So how is your car under attack, car attacks? That's what we're talking about today on the Christian Car Guy Show. We need to hear from you. Has that cat been making trips across your hood? 866-348-7884. Maybe you know a way to keep the cats off. Maybe you know a way to keep the birds away. We want to hear from you. 866-348-7884. A lot of people don't know their car is under attack there's a little tick 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 there's a whine it could mean something big we're going to talk about that when we come back with our christian oil guy and we got a lot more excitement coming up we're going to find out what did they leave out of the wizard of oz that could have changed my life we're going to find out when we come back stay tuned Beautiful! What a nickel! It's empty. 
tinsmith forgot to give me a heart. No heart? No heart. All hollow. When a man's an empty kettle, he should be on his metal, and yet I'm torn apart. Just because I'm presuming that I could be kind of human if I only had a heart. I'd be tender, I'd be gentle, and awful sentimental regarding love and art. If I only had a heart. Oh, we're going to find out about that coming up on the Christian Car Guys show today. We're talking about is your car under attack? What is the attack that you're up against? You call us 866-34-TRUTH, 866-348-7884. Car fire, birds, cats, it, it could be almost anything. And as I would mention, some great pictures, too, of car attacks at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the Jesus Labor Love Program. We want to mention, of course, every month, every show, because free, free car repair labor for single moms and widows. And this is, this is something the ministry of the Christian Car Guy, we're so excited to be part of. All these places across the country that are offering free labor for single moms and widows, we kind of help organize that. You go to ChristianCarGuy.com, click on the Jesus' Labor of Love program, and then you'll find a form that you can fill out to, to tell what your need is, you know, what's going on, and hopefully we can get you some help. And, and sometimes we may not have a repair center in your area, but it's interesting on how the Lord has even provided in those situations so um, you go to ChristianCarGuy.com. It's www.ChristianCarGuy.com. All right. Well, something happened to our sound, but hopefully you're hearing my voice. <laughs> um, can I? All oh, right. We just got it back. I'm so thankful. I was going to go to you, Mike, because I, I understand that you uh, – would have some help for those people. They're hearing that click, click, click. They're hearing that little whine. You know, that's an attack that they may not be aware of. It could be huge, right? It could really be. And and the biggest one that I see is transmission. People neglect to change the fluids in their transmission, and they come to me when there is a problem instead of doing the regular maintenance. And, you know, the attack is usually uh, precipitated by the neglect of proper interval maintenance. And uh, in, in the engine, you know, many times people just don't change oil. I've had people come to me that haven't changed their oil in two years. The worst one was a guy who had 35,000 miles on his car and never changed the oil. Not once. Oh, it's scary. I, I've heard of cars with hundreds of thousands of miles where the person... You know, just kept adding a quart here and changing a, a thing there. But some of the symptoms of your transmission, <laughs> besides, you know, you can hear a click, click, click in the engine. How do you know your transmission could be giving you some issues that, well, you you waited too long to get the, the transmission fluid changed? It is, you know, the, the most famous one that I did when I appraised cars or the ones, I, I shouldn't say the most famous, but the one that was a sure sign is when you pull up to a stop sign, you're feeling the car downshift or in the case of a transmission that's on its way out, you're not feeling it downshift or it's downshifting. It's going boom into the gear when you feel it come up to the stop and all of a sudden you hear it clunk. And that's a sign that the pressure 
is not what it should be and you know you got leaking seals within the transmission so if you're feeling that downshift you know that's another sign what were you going to say mike well uh, you're absolutely correct uh, i was going to say that plus the slipping of the transmission when it's when it shifts those bands can get burnt and the clutches get worn down and it'll uh, slip a little bit when it shifts uh that's what we see a lot of down here because of the heat no we yeah I, yeah the transmission slipping is is one of those things that that gets scary in it, Bob. But the scary part of it is when you start seeing symptoms, the damage is done in your engine. When it starts knocking, that's not a sign that it's time to change the oil. That's time. <laughs> it's a sign that your engine is toast. You know, you've got to go. You know, you've got to do some extensive repairs. You got to put on your 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 belt of truth and your shield of faith. You know, you got to set up yourself to protect yourself from those kind of things. And You're exactly right. That's just what happens so many times. You know, oh, I, I hear a noise. I, I might better change my oil. Um, <laughs> you get a car in the shop so many, at the junkyard so many times, and we'll crank it up, and it's knocking, and you pull that dipstick out, and it's got the prettiest oil in the world on it, and that's where they tried to heal it. Uh, heal the problem with the oil change instead of preventing it with an oil change. All right. We got Dolores in yep. Michigan. Her car is under attack. Dolores, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? Well, we have a 1992 Pontiac Bonneville, and this I called because of the lady that was just on, but this was a different situation. Our car would we would drive a little bit and then we would maybe park it and then go out to start it up and it wouldn't start and it wasn't too bad for a while well then all of a sudden it got so it wasn't doing that it was doing it all the time and we tried everything we could possibly to figure out what was wrong well one day and it seemed like for some reason and this is the attack part it would always happen on Sunday. So sometimes <laughs> we would be parked in the church parking lot for a half an hour, 45 minutes, or whatever, until it decided to start again. And one Sunday it started up, but then we got about a half a mile from church, and it stalled just as we were driving. And so finally we talked to a couple people regarding this, and they said, well, it's probably a sensor. And so once we had the sensor changed on it, it runs perfectly. But the thing is, we went online and looked. Uh, you know, just put in the question, uh, car stalling or there's a leak or something. Go online and see if there's other people yeah. that are having the same problem, and maybe she can find something there as well that would help her out. That's, that's great advice, Dolores. And actually, ChristianCarGuy.com. If you look under my index, there's a car resources page where there you can go to the National Highway Safety and every recall, every complaint that has ever been made on any car is all available. A tremendous amount of data on people <laughs> yeah, that are yeah. that are dealing with the same issue. But, you know, as, as you were explaining that last part of the story, when you're in the church parking lot, I thought for sure you were going to lay hands on it. I'm just well, <laughs> <laughs> we could have done that, too. I don't know if it would have worked, but... <laughs> <laughs> it might have. So that kept us in church for a while longer. You know, well, I guess we're going to go to Sunday school then. <laughs> That's great, great well, information, Dolores. God bless you, and and way to take on the attacker. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You have a great day. All yeah. right, we got 
Ethel is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Ethel, is your car under attack? Uh, yes. And I think it, it might have to do with the transmission. Oh. Because, like you said, when I get ready to stop, it's like it's uh, getting, you know, like to a downshifting position. It makes a real bad noise. Yes, that's a... I have noticed a leak in the driveway. Oh. And I did take it to a shop that he did not work on. This is a Volkswagen. Yeah. And he doesn't work on Volkswagens, but he told me I definitely had a transmission problem. Yeah, that's but the other thing. Problem, You're right. I'm you sorry. Know, my problem is trying to find a... a a good technician? Yeah, a trustworthy person <laughs> that will fix it and we're going to cost me as much because I bought this car from a guy at my church. Oh. And he told me it was he was selling it because he wanted to get money to send his wife over to see her parents in a foreign country. And so when I got the results of the transmission, I questioned him about it in person. And he said, well, the only thing he hated was that he sold it to a person that he went to church with. And yeah, that's ask, that's you know. a little challenging. But anyway, the, yeah. the the good news for you, Ethel, really is that if the transmission's low on fluid and it does that, that's also see when there's not enough pressure, that's when it downshifts like that, and that may not really be a problem inside the transmission. It may be simply that the transmission was getting low on fluid. Which, by the way, and 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 uh, Bob's exactly right that a lot of times the symptom is it, it's already the damage is done. But Mike will tell you. And, and I'll tell you that if you can find a good technician, which, by the way, I've got a whole article there at ChristianCarGuy.com, how to find a good technician, several tips and techniques on how to do that. It's a great article. But if you can find a good technician, if they'll service your transmission and put in a synthetic uh, transmission fluid, it can sometimes revitalize those seals. And once they can make a good seal again, you get your pressure back. Or if it was just low on transmission fluid, once it's got the pressure back, it'll quit making that noise, and you can go on down the road enjoying your enjoying your Volkswagen. Mike, what would you suggest? Absolutely. Uh, I would also uh, recommend that when you after you do that, I would. Uh, a lot of times, what we do is we change it with regular fluid, take it for a drive just to drain and fill, and when we fill, we see that that it's performing okay, then we take it out and put the synthetic in. It costs a little more to do that, but it's a lot cheaper than having the transmission repaired. Right. When you t To service a transmission is usually, you know, $150 or something like that. So you may end up spending $250 to get all that done properly. But if somebody uh -huh. knows what they're doing, it can save you $1,800, $2,500 even. But you have to take it to somebody that deals with Volkswagens because this guy said something about, you don't, you can't necessarily, he said somehow just add transmission fluid or something. He yeah, you, you can, me. you can add transmission fluid, but what I would do is, is, and again, I wrote this in my article is go to a Napa store or some parts store that deals in Volkswagen parts. And once you go to the parts store, ask the person at the parts store, who is a good folks, because they sell the parts and the parts people are kind of like nurses know who the good doctors are parts people know who the good technicians are so by going to that place that sells the parts and even use parts right bob you know what good technicians are in the area of your place because you know who is always returning the parts because they don't know what they're doing and so a parts person is kind of like a nurse they know the good doctors and so by going to the parts place 
Now, not an auto, advanced auto or something like that, because they right. won't they won't be dealing with the technicians. But a Napa store there in that area, NAPA, those uh-huh. people sell to technicians, and they will tell you who the good Volkswagen mechanic is in your area because they know who doesn't return all the parts. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so that would be my other suggestion. But, Ethel, thank you for calling in. God bless you. And thank you so much we'll for be, taking my call. I'm sure we'll be praying and for I, you. And I appreciate your program very much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you know, at some point we got to get to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, and I want to give Bob plenty of time to talk about what he's got, too, um, about his fire. But we wanted to tell you about this part of the Wizard of Oz. You know, we're talking about these attacks today. Yeah, you can be attacked, but what part did they leave out of the Wizard of Oz? You're wondering because Robbie has teased that a couple different times. Well, you know, the Tin Woodman, when, when we get into the movie, he's already in tin. <laughs> he already doesn't have a heart. But how did that come about? Well, in the book, they go to explaining that the Wicked Witch of the West was very, very jealous of the Tin Woodman because he was in love with a munchkin maiden, of all things. And that love was just a beautiful thing, and she could not stand that. It made her absolutely jealous. Now, you might imagine that when Satan sees your love for Jesus, this is a similar situation. You know, he's not thinking that's a really good thing. But anyway, the, the, the woodman loved this munchkin maiden, and the, and the wicked witch was, you know, she hated that situation. So she put a, a, a hex on the woodsman's axe so that every time he would swing that thing, it would come and cut off one of his limbs. So it would cut off an arm. And then they would put the tin, wood on, the tin arm on, the tinsmith would come fix him up, but that tin arm worked so much better than his, his fleshly arm, and he could cut wood like there was no business. Next thing you know, he was the best woodcutter in the woods, just famous because, you know, he lost his other arm, then he lost his leg. He could make time. He could cut wood. Life was good until one day, obviously, the, the axe handle came off and chopped him, you know, in, in his body. And so the tin man came in and he gave him the body, and the tin woodman thought that he'd left out his heart. Interesting thought. I'll just stay on that one a second. But guess what happens? The, the tin woodman is supposed to take his oil can with him everywhere he goes, but he becomes such a great woodsman. He is cutting so much wood he forgets all about because now he has this new thing that he glories in. He glories in the fact that he is one awesome woodcutter, and he forgets about his munchkin maiden until, fortunately, in a way, sort of God showed up. <laughs> And brought a little rain so that the tin woodman would have some time to think. <laughs> In this case, the rain froze him up for a year, which is plenty of time to think. <laughs> as he's standing there with the axe handle off. And as he was standing there thinking, he remembered that the most happy time in his life was back when he was in love with the munchkin, with the little maiden. And through that thought process, he thought, if I only had a heart. Well, interestingly, there's another book that's just come out that said, we're going to talk about all this heart stuff, and maybe those attacks on you are aiming at your heart, because if you lose heart, that's a serious defect. We'll be talking more about car attacks. We'll get to hear Bob's story and a little bit of Mike's when we come back. Stay tuned for the rest of the Christian Car Guy Show. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. 
see the Tin Woodman, and I'm just carrying on with my story there. If the Tin Woodman would have opened the eyes of his heart, he would have seen he had a heart all along. And the, and the attack that he got from the Wicked Witch didn't take away his heart. No, no. It made him forget. He was glorying in his ability to cut wood rather than seeing what his heart was really telling him. And, and there you go. I mean, a wonderful lesson right there from the Wizard of Oz. Now, all those attacks to your car, all those attacks to your person, they quite often are an attempt to get you to lose heart. Because uh, you might be working with somebody that used to just be awesome at what they did, but at some point in time, they lost their heart. And so in Proverbs, you know, Solomon warns us, big, huge thing, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Now, Bob, you had an attack, which again, let me let people understand a little bit about your fire, okay? Because what I know is that Bob had sent me this awesome commercial he was doing for the Super Bowl, not a commercial about his business, but it was a, it was a commercial about going to church and why people like how Jesus is the mechanic. Now, he was doing all this for the Lord, and all of a sudden, I was actually in top of a building in Winston-Salem when I was telling some friends of mine about this amazing commercial that Bob had done, and I look out on the horizon, and here's this huge fire, and guess what it is? It's Bob's 109. You pull it on fire. So here comes the attack. Bob, did you lose heart? Brother, excuse me. Um, It was the biggest builder of my faith, of anything that's pretty much anything that's happened in my life. If I'd have known anything about quitting, that would have probably been a good time to, <laughs> to throw up the hands and say, okay, let's crush everything and, and go home. But there were so many people counting on that place, uh, 32 employees at that time. And so many people were bringing scrap metal to us and selling it. And that was the only way they had to feed their families. And, um, I'm kind of a reactionary type person. I get a little excited about things, but my son was out there. He was real upset because his past, present, and future was sitting there on fire. And when I saw how upset he was, um, you know, it's just like the Lord grabbed me up under my arms and held me up and says, you know, hey, we got this. And I just told my son, I says, we'll be fine. Nobody got hurt. Nobody even got a blister, son. There's your miracle to start with. And, um, you know, the TV people showed up and they handed me a microphone and they stuck that camera right there in my face. And nothing but strength and positive things came out my mouth that day. And and for somebody that's reactionary like I tend to be, uh, you just knew God was right there with me and holding me and, and, and held me up and, and positive things came out. And, and when the TV people asked me, what are you going to do? All of my employees were standing behind that camera too. And they kind of tuned their ears in and cause they were wondering what you're going to do. I says, well, we're going to open up tomorrow and we're going to sell parts and we're going to buy metal and buy cars and we're going to do whatever it takes to keep this thing going. And we pulled a truck over in the corner of the parking lot. We sold parts across the bed of a truck that first morning. And today, if you were to drive over there, you'd see this gorgeous new building. You would see a company that now prays every morning. You would see what evil Satan meant, you know, God used for good. But he did the same thing in your life, too, didn't he, Mike? Yes, and my attack came from road rage. 
and it was cured by the little lady who sits on the right side saying, every time I would react, she would say, thank you, God, we're safe. Thank you, God, for no accident. And thank you, God, for teaching my husband to not have road rage. Well, wow. That cured me. <laughs> but uh, but you had the cancer last year, too. That, that... Uh, I did have the cancer, and, uh, and we've come through that, praise God. And with the support of a lot of people on this radio show and uh, in my church and in the community. All right. Well, it's it's been an awesome time listening to all the attacks today. Just think about that attack coming your way. It might be an attempt for you to lose heart. So realize, guess what? Fall back in love with that munchkin mate, and his name is Jesus. That's a big deal in Nepal. Want to give a big shout out to the Oak Forest Youth Group out there. We're in the middle of our 30-hour famine, and uh, I got to rush on back over there and get back to it. But uh, all hey, right, well, thank you, Mike, our Christian oil guy, our our Christian junkyard guy. Who else has those but the Christian car guy? And <laughs> remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And remember, Proverbs 4:23. Above all else, guard your heart because it's the wellspring of life. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.